All right, all right, all right, all right. What's coming out of your mouth? I want to welcome you all to what's coming out of your mouth. I am your host, Al Tanya Lachey. This is my co-host, Pete Fairley. All right, Pete Fairley. What's going on with your co-host? Man, I'm having a pretty good week. I mean, pretty good day. Start off a great week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Coming off a good week. Going into another great week. I mean, I'm doing good. Just blessed to be here. Ready to have another amazing show. And how's your Tuesday going? My Tuesday is going pretty good. It seems like Tuesdays are acting like Monday. So they always kind of hit. So today was kind of a rough start. But it's going pretty good now. You know, I always looking forward to the podcast and getting out here and putting some positivity out on the airways. So um, that's a good help to the week. So um, it's a lot. There's just a lot going on right now. They talking about a um. Wait, let me bag up. I'm gonna go ahead and talk about this, and then we can bag up. Um, they talking about another possible shutdown. So what you think about that? I mean. All these numbers going up, I think we might as well get ready for it. I, I'm, I'm hating to see it come, but with all the numbers rising, I'm pretty sure it's here. Yeah. Like yeah. they said, when they smoke that, when they smoke that fire. Yeah, I definitely can agree. And I mean, um, if they, if it goes the way they're talking about it going, whereas the government uh, will help fund, you know pay your bills, make sure you got enough money to pay your bills so nobody get put out of whatever. If, which we know is a big if because we know the government is shyster. But if they would do that and um, make sure that everybody is good as far as their well-being and living, they don't think it would probably be as bad because we really haven't had an official shutdown. You know what I'm saying? Like we shut down but it wasn't like everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Can you hear me? Well, we did. I think we 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 didn't have a we did, but it wasn't a complete mandatory shutdown as, as we would say, right? Right. So, you know, that's from uh, being around people. I think people are looking forward to the shutdown because so many people are scared and don't want to catch it, and right. because a lot of people are definitely dying from mm-hmm. from this um, COVID nineteen. And right. I think everybody just wanted to come to a head. They ready to get rid of it. So I mean, I think most people would say they would, along with the government, like you said earlier, would um, do what they supposed to do to make people be able to take care of their bills and all these different things. Right. But some got to get them. We we got to get ahead of this some kind of way. We tried everything else. Why not try this? Right. I, I agree. I mean, I don't really see um, it being a bad idea for them to do it. You know, I'm hearing also that they're supposed to provide financial for everybody so that no one gets, um, you know, lose their homes or their possessions or whatever, which we don't know if that may be so. But if that's the case, then I'm all for it. You know, I just think let's do what we got to do so we can move on. Because I got a lot of big plans for 2021. So um, I need um, this little COVID to go and sit down somewhere. You know what I'm saying? But right now, they're projecting it to go throughout 2021, which... You know, if it does, we just have to move, move how we move. But um, so what do you, what do you think that um, I think for the most part we learn how to live with COVID. Though I just think people don't understand. 
some people don't understand that it's a new normal and they doing things that they shouldn't have. But for the most part, we learn how to live with, with COVID. What would you say? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I agree. I definitely think we have learned and we are learning, you know what I'm saying? Because it, we have, we're seeing it different ways and we're seeing it um, affect people differently. But pretty much, I mean, just wear your man, but people don't even want to do that. So that's why I feel like the entire lockdown is imminent because if you can't even just wear your mask just to protect your family, you know, then you know what I'm saying. What else? What else are they going to do? Like, how are we going to put a stop to it? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we got a flower house right now, like an airplane, like it's real close to my studio. <laughs> oh. But anyway, um, but yeah, like I don't understand why people want to be so against the mask. Right, like what's the big deal? Like even you have people, some people saying that they know that it's real, but but um, they just not against the mask. I I mean, I just think if I if anything that may protect me, I I try. Exactly, that's what I'm saying too. And it's not like you. It's can't... more likely than not to help you. Right. So that's why I, I really just don't see, you know what I'm saying, what's the harm in just just trying it. So, but either way, so, though. So, uh, you know, we had a show earlier um, a few months back, and we were talking about how we were forgetting the mask a lot when we go on um, different places and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. How are you doing now? Do you still get to the door sometimes and say, oh, I got to go back to the car and get my mask? Or you you, you kind of just got the damn pack. I pretty much got a damn pack now, but you know, sometimes, sometimes you still, you know, if you're in a hurry and your child worrying you in the car, and I don't think you're trying to do is just do what you gotta do and get back out, then yeah, sometimes. But pretty much, a woman, she got one in her purse, one in her car, one in her pocket, you know what I'm saying? We, we just got them everywhere. And the, but the, this is the problem yeah. right here. The men forgetting theirs. So the men getting your mask, and then you turn around and you can't find none of the five thousand that you got because they didn't lost theirs and got yours. So what I'm going to do is uh, yeah. order some disposable ones to kind of hide a different little socket for the husband because y'all just don't do right. The women got a damn. Well, I try to stay with mine because I like wearing my pink cuz one that she got me. Wait. Well, I try. Yeah. Keep up with it, you know. Well, that's probably a good but idea. If you got a personalized one, then it probably make you more likely to keep up with it. The only problem with it is when she goes and got it and washes and start washing it, and I'm looking for it, and now I'm mad about it. Well, you got two of them. Did she get you two? Well, that white one, it, you know, it, it is, but you can't really wear that nowhere. Yeah, I, yeah, you right about that. Cause we got one that's black on that's the one side and white yeah. on the other. Yeah, they're white. Oh, yeah, makeup. That's all hot stuff. I be wearing makeup masks sometimes. Yeah, Trey, too. I'm like, got lipstick on the inside. Hey, you gotta do what you gotta do. Well, what y'all let us know down in the comments. What do y'all think about a possible um, shutdown again? Are y'all down for it? Or y'all do, do y'all object to it? What are your thoughts? And I don't know if y'all can see a poll that we got out there, but. Tonight, our main topic we're talking about tonight is would you rather be popular or influential? So, uh, PMJ, if y'all know he's um, popular, well, he says he's influential, but I would say he's a popular pastor in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah. So, listening to his previous message from Sunday, 
he talked about um, most people, when you ask them who they are, they tell you what they do. So if I say, who are you? And you say, well, I'm a barber. But that's not who you are. That's what you do, right? So, right. So um, in turn, they look at the things that they do, not who they are, based on their popularity or in, you know, influence. So according to his definition, popular is you want something from them. Like you want something from, you want people to give you praise and different things like that. But if you're influential, then you want something for them. So you want to get on here and you want to get them some good haircuts. You know what I'm saying? You want to influence their look. You know, I want to show them different style ideas. So I want to influence their look. So as far as from his definition, would you rather be popular or influential? Definitely, I, I I think if from people who know me and um be around me will already tell you that my thing is the influential because I'm I'm always trying to give uh, different nuggets and things and advice to people to help them with what's going on. So I think that's already my trend. You know that's why I'm going with it. That's yeah. why I'm at with it. You know, so I always want the next person to uh to try to become better as well as me, you know, so I'm always trying to help a person come up. So I want to be influential, you know. Mm -hmm. I want somebody to see me and say, look, man, yeah, he got this and got that going on. How? I wonder how can he um, help me? Will, mm -hmm. will he help me? And then me be the person, yeah, i help you. Let's do this. Let's talk about that. Right. Instead of just looking at me. Yeah. Oh, man, that's Pete, you know. You know Pete, man. Look at Pete, bro. That's Pete. It's trying to look at me like I'm so popular that you can't come up to me and I can't give you this advice and different things like that. Right. I ain't never want to be that guy. I'm always that down to earth person who's saying I can help anybody. You know what I'm saying? Right. I think I think that's why I found my passion that anyway in helping people. Right. By doing what I do, so that that automatically leads to the influential side, right? That automatically leads to popular side. Popular just come with it. Right, right, what, right. It's what you do with your popularity that makes you influential. Yeah, yeah. I agree. And, I, and you really said right. my stuff. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I would rather be influential anyway because, I, like you said, that's just kind of um, how I rock. You know what I'm saying? I want to influence people to be confident. I want to influence them to know their worth and different things like that. And I don't think of myself as popular. You know what I'm saying? I just do what I do because that's my passion to, you know, build people up. But like you said, in, being, in trying to influence somebody to be better, then some people may look at you as popular. But popular, I think, has a negative connotation. And, and like you said, it makes people not want to contact you or not want to uh, get involved with you because they feel like you at a higher level than them. You know what I'm saying? But right. as long as you show that you're humble with the influence that you're trying to bring, then I think it opens the door to bring more people around you. And then, of course, like you said, popularity comes with that, but it's a way that you carry it that is not in a negative type of way. So, but I thought that was big because I never thought about, you know what I'm saying, being popular is what you want something from people. But when you think about it, people that's popular like in high school, that's basically what you base it off of. Who's the most popular in high school? You know, so what you want from them, or but when you influential, you want something for the people. You going out and saying, 
this is for the people, not this is for me. So I just, I thought that was big. And it's big that you both, you picked up on that and I wrote on the sticky note. I said, oh. That tell you two great minds thinking like, but you need to try to steal my flavor. Nah, boo. I don't want to see the info. But somebody says, I agree with Pete. I'm influential. I'm ready because the numbers are steady rising. So she ready for the shutdown. And she, this other lady said she's influential. And I think, I don't <laughs> Are you ready, though? Are you really ready for the shutdown? Well, you know what? I don't know if I'm ready. But I got plenty of tissues this go around. And so, you know, you got <laughs> I got plenty of tissue. You know what I'm saying? I'm not really worried about food because, you know, as much as COVID been around, as much as we've been eating. So we all can kind of probably, you know, cut back a little bit on the eating side. So I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? Really, honestly, because my job never really stopped. So I'm ready. I don't want them to send us home and say, work from home. I want them to send us home and say, have some downtime, be with yourself, practice some stillness. And I'm gonna be breaking out stuff. If you think I'm breaking out stuff and working still, just imagine. I'm trying to push this job. I mean, you you give me two weeks to say, be still. Man, I'm scared of what might happen. I'm being up all 24 hours probably on some of them days because I ain't got nothing to do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So personally, I, mean, I enjoyed the break. I enjoyed the break last time. Yeah, but now you're pretty you know sure how... I would enjoy. Yeah, you want to enjoy because now you I'm know how sure to do. I enjoy it again, but you know, I don't know if I'm ready to go back into it. But with the numbers right, I understand that we have to. I'm yeah. not gonna be one of the ones that's fighting it. Yeah, yeah, that's how I feel. Like, I mean, if it if it if it won't work, and it's gonna be a downside to it, which is a downside to everything. But if you're really gonna affect us in a negative way long term, then I say don't do it. Do whatever we need to do. But if it's gonna eradicate the virus or you know put the uh, make the numbers decrease the numbers tremendously, why not try? It? You know what I'm saying? Two weeks. Right. You know. And, and then another thing I had was uh, you know, most people um. Uh, what, at what age do you think people uh, think about being um, being the influence on the community or, or the different people around it? And at what and, and does the popular part is is a natural state? Do you do, is that the first thing you think of when you when, when you uh, because you're a human? Being think, popular, yeah. I think because of the way society is structured, then you, most people strive to be popular. Like you want a lot of likes on your post you know, on social media. You know, you want, uh, in school, you want to be involved in many things you can be involved in. So I think we are um, set up to want popularity. But when you start growing into yourself, who you are as an adult, you know what I'm saying? Then you look for influence, if that's the type of person that you are. Some people don't want influence. They just want popularity. They just want people to know their name. They want to, you know, have millions of followers on you know, social media and all that. That's all they want. So I, everything they do, and they doing it for themselves, they're not doing it for the people. So I think naturally people are designed to want to be popular. But I think it's a, it's better to have um, influence. You get further in life with influence. So which one you, do you think it depends on the person? Which one would give people more uh, completeness, I would, confidence? I'm, um, joy, I I might say, it depends on who you are. Yeah, I think it depends on who you are. 
um, as far as what you get from it, you know what you mean? Yeah, the person themselves, like me, like me influencing somebody, seeing them do well, it give me a certain high. Right, right, right. And somebody else, for everybody to know who they are, it give them a certain high. Right. So you think it just depends on the person? And they, do you think it's more of an age thing? What you know? What? Yeah, I definitely think it depends on the person. And yeah, it's definitely an age thing because you know when you're younger, you're looking at it from the popular standpoint. Unless you're somebody that's very mature for your age, you know. And, yeah. You know yeah. you have the right uh, people around you in your upbringing. Then they teach you that it's more about giving and receiving because that's kind of like what it is. You know what I'm saying? You know, you giving more and you making sure being a humanitarian and different things like that. If you're learning that growing up, then you more likely to lean towards the influence side. But if you're just trying to find yourself, and that's another good point that he um, put out there. If you're just trying to find yourself, you're going to get in where you fit in, but you want to be at the top. Because we, we naturally want to be winners. We want to be first. You know, they teach us that starting about the tortoise and the hare. You know what I'm saying? So everybody, yeah. everybody's striving for that number one seat because competition. But I mean, when you when you really get into things, you you think about uh, collaboration over competition because you can't get to the top by yourself. You can say you self-made, but nobody is really one hundred percent self-made. They had to collab with somebody. If it was just somebody taking
not an elder, but for, for them, you know what I'm saying? You're that elder. It's so crazy, like, though. Yeah, even though you saw them grow up, they like, oh, I want people to know, even though. But it's good that that's the way you can um, identify with them. Like, look, man, you know, you doing this, I've been there. But you able to give them a word on that as well to let them know this ain't yeah. your business. Don't just be in that lane, you know, know that there's something so outside that, of that. You know, don't let that define you. Don't, don't let that define who you are. And then another thing, I, you know you growing up and you get older and you get wiser. I can remember when I first started in the game and, and you, you know, some children may come in and they were like, Mr. Pete, Mr. Daddy. And you were like, man, my name Pete. Just call me Pete. Right, right. And so now people like, if they they try to say you said Mr. Pete, what you you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, you change the longer right. you stay in something, it change. That's true. Cause you, you know you feel like, like I got a, I got a son your age or whatever the case may be. You like look, bro. You ain't gonna talk to me like that. You you my child. Mm -hmm. And not only that, it helps them because some people are not taught to give that greetings to adults. You know what I'm saying? So they may not use that in their everyday life, but you know, that's helping them learn on that as well. So I also like what you were saying about the popularity is that it's good. We don't want to get on here and, and say that somebody who would rather be popular than influential because you can use your popularity for good, you know? So it ain't all just about, you know, if you if you prefer to be popular than influential, that is something that's bad. Mm -hmm. Somebody says that um, I think it depends on each individual and where they are mentally. And that I definitely agree. You know, depending on where you are mentally, it depends on if you look at something, if you're looking for something from the people, or if you're looking to give something to the people. And ultimately, I think everybody should really strive to try to give give something versus receive something because we all have even though we would like to have more we all have more than um enough for the things that we need so and that and that just could be a positive a hug you know what i'm saying a positive word or anything like that so mm -hmm. you right about it yeah so okay co-host <sighs> So do you still so um when you say that positive hug thing, do you do you try to um get somebody something uplifted every day? I do. I mean, if not every day, several times in the week. You know what I'm saying? That's just my thing. I feel like if it's been a couple of days and I hadn't, you know, put anything positive out there, I say, okay, Shay, you gotta somebody need a word, you know what I'm saying? And you know, I'm just doing it because I feel like it's something that is just a passion of mine. And then I'm getting feedback. Somebody saying I really did need that. You know what I'm saying? So you don't never know what a person needs. So if you if you have influence, you should make sure you're using it for good and you should make sure you're being consistent with using it. You know what I'm saying? It's no sense in saying that um, I'm an influential person, but you're not using your influence consistently enough to help the people. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's that's my thoughts. So let's see what they're saying over here in the comments. They still over here. My thing jumping on now, saying it ain't public. <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I got all these. 
You see, I got them here. You see, do you see some of yours other than um, depending on mentally? Yeah. I got them. And somebody else said I'm influ I'm influential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, all right, co-host, let's move on to the next topic. I don't know if they can do our poll or not, because I don't, but they chiming in on that, so hopefully we'll. So the holiday season is coming up, and then we already know the holiday season is going to be different from uh, COVID as well. So that's going to be, I don't even know. They saying even if you go and visit with people, you still need to um, social distance distance in the house. Yeah. So, I mean, how do you think that's going to go? Man, well, you know, I heard a guy in the shop. This, this, a guy in the shop was talking to. Um, it was his um, his his sister husband, mm-hmm. and he was talking about they was gonna have a um a, a, a social gathering for Thanksgiving, and the dude was like, um, well, man, I don't know because I don't, I know what I'm doing. I don't know what everybody else doing though. Mm-hmm. Then, and then the other one's like, well, we can just social distance right there in the house, and, and so we still need to be by each other. So, I mean, like, now, nah, I, 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 I really don't know, man. I really I know. don't know. I don't either. It's, it's just crazy. It's just scary. It's like, I would rather not even be around y'all. I mean, I can't hug on y'all. You know, it's like, it's just a natural thing that you do when you're around your family. So, how can you do that? And so, I mean, yeah, you can. You can social distance and do it, but I don't know. That just it's gonna be hard doing that. What you so think? So, with this new thing, is is it making holidays less enjoyable? I, yes, I know it is. Like, is they still worth even being around each other? Like, what? Yeah. See, that's what I feel. Like for the family that's already that you're seeing them often. Y'all already around each other, different things like that. And then really, y'all can keep kind of doing the same thing. But like for us coming in from out of town, we've been around people up here. So we come around y'all, you know, we gotta, we don't want to social distance. We ain't see y'all, you know, we want to hug y'all and do all this and that. So I don't know, it make you, I mean, what's the point if you can't really be close to them? You know what I'm saying? So, and some people saying they making their family get tested. Okay. Like, Families come from out of town. They got to get tested before they come. So what you think about that? Yeah. Now that, whew, I didn't think about that one. That's what. So um, before you come in my presence, you have to. Sh- you got to show your test results. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you really look at it, that's the smart way to do things. Yeah, it is. But I mean, yeah, I agree. <laughs> I think that's I think that's the most logical way to say, okay, I can come around and hug, especially if you have sickly people in your family, you know. So I think that's the most logical way to do it, you know what I'm saying? But who really wanna get tested and do all that? But I mean, if you really wanna be around your family sickly or like small anybody, I mean, if they request it and I don't see nothing wrong with it. So what do y'all think about getting tested just to be around your family for the holidays? So y'all let us know down in the comments. And why y'all doing that? That's crazy. <laughs> but now, look, I was reading today that it said the numbers are going to explode coming out off of this Thanksgiving break. Yeah. 
That's what they say. So what you think? So, I mean, because it went up since, what, what it was, Halloween? It went up since Halloween, so. Halloween, I mean, and then, then when you know when we was all at the polls. Yeah, what I y'all so, like that. <laughs> what y'all social distancing? What y'all, um, well, y'all did, I know the, y'all did the bell in or whatever. No, we did. You know, we came when we was there for the last Right in, whatever call, absentee. Yeah, we did absentee, but we still was, you know, in the long line. So, yeah, we, we distanced ourselves. What was in the long line? I don't know. That's just crazy. Okay, so while we waiting on this, this is um a post that I seen. I thought I've seen this probably this post probably every year, but I think it's really gonna hit home this year. So it says instead of exchanging Christmas gifts this year, some families need to exchange apologies, talk about their family secrets, squash old beef, make peace, and forgive. Twenty twenty has been a hell of a year. So what do you think about that, Cohos? Like, do you think people are gonna be open to really? sitting down, digging deep and saying, hey, 2020 been so bad, we want to put it all out there, get it all on the table, work through it, have our young people in my life in, in every family situation so that they can go, they can release all this bad energy and go into the new year. You know, it's funny that you say that, right? Because I can remember being transparent and our family remember, I we had a big Christmas Day blow award. Right. And they happen to have a Christmas holiday. So I agree with the thing. Sometimes stuff just got to come out. Yeah. But, you know, in thinking about that, when I read that post, I thought about that, too. I was like, mm, I think it's needed. But I think it's it needed. It take a level of maturity for all parties in order for it to yeah. work. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you can't come in with your heart in your sleeve. You know your feelings gonna get hurt on something because something somebody gonna bring up. You didn't even know you did it. You probably didn't yeah. mean to do it, but that was their experience. So you you just that's how they to, feel. Yeah, that's how they feel. So you gotta come in open. You gotta be. You know everybody's gonna probably just bring you box of tissue. You know what I'm saying? Then the social this is gonna be good for this. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna get up swinging. But you know, everybody sit in that corner and just let out anything that you have to let out. It may not be some, everything may not be bad. You know, uh, you know it might help people get a better understanding of each other. Like, I'm all for that. I think it's dope. But I think it's going to take everybody being very mature and very open to whatever people going to say and not to take it out of the room. You know what I'm saying? Get all, mm-hmm. get it all out. Let people say whatever they say. You say whatever you say. And be done with it. Never bring it up again. You know what I'm saying? Leave with a clear heart right. and mind. But See, do you if, think if, that's if fine? I our, if I look at our situation, right? Yeah. I think it helps. Everybody got out. Even though it, it, I don't think nobody wanted it. Right. And it was like, whoa, it's happening. Right. It helped. Yeah. It helped us as a family. and we and Because, you know, everybody want to play like, Family never had no family to have issues, but right with us, it was like whoa! It came out of nowhere, but boom, it's here. It happened. Mm-hmm. Everybody has that with the head, and it made it made it made it better, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I'm all for, it, but I do agree that people got to put on they they big girl, they big boy pants, and all these things. Cause when you have conversations like that, there's some stuff be said you don't want to hear. It's mm-hmm. some stuff that you don't think is true. They don't think it's true. Mm-hmm. But 
if everybody coming to it with an open mind and saying, mm -hmm. look, even sometimes we're going to agree to disagree, but if you felt that way, I'm sorry I made you feel that way. Right. And working, yeah, I think it can happen, but so many people now don't like to have a tough conversation. Mm-hmm. They don't like to have a tough conversation or, or, or people make it so, um, what did I say? They they make it so difficult for you to even have that conversation with them that you would you rather not have it. Yeah, they so closed off and already uh, maybe aggressive. And so their demeanor lets you know that they're not gonna receive it the way you intend for them to receive it. So I agree, but with, with like what you said, with us, you just happen at the blue. But when it's a plan, like we know Okay, this is what we're gonna do on this day. We're gonna sit down and we're gonna hash everything out, good, bad, or ugly. We're gonna hash everything out. When it's a plan, then you got time to mentally prepare versus it just happening like boom, everybody in chaos. You know what I'm saying? But if you sit down mm -hmm. and plan, you know, even though they're gonna, a plan will also make some people not want to participate and say, I'm not coming because I know y'all with that. But if you look at it from a positive perspective and say, we've been carrying this stuff for so long. It's time to release mm -hmm. it, you know what I'm saying? And like I said already, some people may not even know that you feel a certain way about a certain thing because it's never been discussed. You know, every family got clicks. So you get with your little piece of the family and you talk about it, but it's never getting resolved. You still holding on to it, so why not? But I I, I think that's an awesome idea. I wanna know what y'all think out there in the comments. Do y'all really feel like people gonna, will people, will be, will people be willing to do that? Would you be willing to do it? Or do you think it's gonna create more chaos within the family? So y'all let me know what y'all think. Hold on one second, so hold on. I mean, and why people are letting us know what they, oh, you taking a break? She's unplugging. <laughs> but why um everybody is, is out there saying that they think they should do it? Now, we just gotta realize uh, in, in, in most situations, Things have to get bad worse before it get better. Right. So don't don't be afraid because of um you, you like, I don't know how they gonna take it or whatever. Or whatever. Even if they do take it bad, oh well, we, we got it out, we talked about it. they know how you feel, you not hard. Right. You not because all the feelings they get worse and worse over time. Mm-hmm. That's right. And that's the reason why it explodes to something that it shouldn't even explode in. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you can just say, look, bro, you making me feel this type of way. Mm -hmm. Or, and, and, and then they should say, I didn't know I made you feel that type of way. Mm -hmm. But another thing people have to realize, that's one thing people really have to realize. That's because you missed something for good, or you thought it was going to be good, or well taken. Right. Does not mean that it was. Right, 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 right. Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely, I agree on that. And and like I said, like you said, you know, just to let somebody know, hey, this is what I'm feeling about this, and they can say, wow, I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, and if they receive it, if they it makes them feel some kind of way bad, that does not mean that the conversation should have never happened. And also, I think that opens the door for relationships to be strengthened, and that could be uh, from the kids, you know, but once the the, the uh the parents heal, then they can open up the door for the kids. So because the kids may be holding back to family members because the parents ain't healed. You know what I'm saying? So it just makes the I whole agree. family structure stronger, in my opinion. You know, 
So, the whole dynamic. Um, right, the whole dynamic. So, I just want to know the, um, our audience, you know, I'm not saying it on this, so they just maybe uh, put on a ticket cap. But someone said that um, I try to encourage someone every day. Uh, they said, you might as well stay at home. Can we have a Zoom Thanksgiving? <laughs> Well, it looks like we're probably gonna be having a Zoom Thanksgiving, and they saying that they're gonna um, extend people who don't have Zoom, like the paid version. The free version is gonna be extended past the forty minutes uh, limit that they have right now, so that um, people with their families can get on Zoom. So I think that's dope that they offering that. Well, one on that, um, I try to encourage someone every day. You know, that's one thing that I even pray about every day in my morning prayer. I, I be like, um, you know, I ask God, let me be a blessing to someone and someone be a blessing to me. Right. I think that's big. Yeah. That's the big that you got you to be um, um, conscious and aware of because you got to be trying to put that type of energy out there. And then, you know, you receive the energy you give. You that's know what right. I'm saying? Hello? Yeah, that's right. So you got to be aware of that. If you get somebody some good energy, they're going to give you some good energy back. Mm-hmm. Good vibes ring, good vibes. That's right. The vibes you putting out there. That's right. And I like how you said that you pray for that every morning. And that's dope because um, I'm big on intention. And so you have to be intentional on how you want your day to go. And so by going oh, ahead dope. and um, praying about how what you want to do and what you want to receive, you are already setting it up to have a good day. Now, yeah, something could still go wrong, but however, when you set that attention, you're gonna be, you gonna make sure that you try your best to make sure that day go good. You gonna make sure you get in some good nuggets from somebody and you give some good nuggets to somebody. So I think that's dope. And I, I try to do the same thing, you know, make sure that you kind of set the intention just like write you out a to-do list, but you got a, a little internal mm-hmm. one. So that's, that's, that's dope, I like that. Yeah, yeah, man. I'm telling you, you said be intentional. I wasn't looking at it like being intentional. I was just looking at the like putting that in the atmosphere. But that's the same thing. Like you got to be intentional, though. I like that. You definitely have to be intentional of what you want, what you're gonna put out, what you're gonna receive, all of that. You know, all that type of stuff. And you gonna get, you gonna get good vibes. You gonna, you gonna get, get it. That's who you will. That's right. Negative can all the positive every That's time because right. you, you you speak all it out the way. Get on out here, no 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 negativity. You know what I'm saying? That's right. People mm-hmm. want to if you want to let yourself be a trash can. That's right. You know Hello? all that type of stuff. Why why do they even feel that they can bring you that trash? Right. Hello. Okay. What what are you putting <laughs> out there? Right. You absolutely right, though, host. You absolutely right. And, um, you know, one thing I have realized is with being intentional, you get way more things done because you already know what's on your to-do list of tools. So, you know, you know that you are making sure that you're intentional enough to get something done within that day or that week or that month. Okay, so we're going to move on. Um, so I see that Tiny um, has her daughter starting a new talk show on Fox Soul for the Gen, I think it's the Gen Z, because we're the Gen X, right? We're Generation X. I think it's the Gen Z. I think it's the Gen Z. So, I think that's so dope that... um, Generation Z? Yeah. I think that's so dope that they have a um, talk show for that age, age group. And I also think it's dope that 
the mom is passing the baton to her kids, which you know we're big on that, and I, I'm, you know, I want to be able to do the same thing as you know, quit leaving that legacy. But I also, before you respond, do you think that internet is taking over cable? Because like all the shows is on like YouTube, Fox off streaming services. So do you think eventually that everything is gonna be electric? Like we don't have cable or anything. It's just gonna be streaming. Well, I think shows of that nature is going to um, uh, YouTube and different things of that form, mm-hmm. but not the traditional sitcoms and things like that. I don't know, co-hosts, because a lot of that, you know, a lot of things going digital. I guess it's considered that digital. It, it's what's going on right now, but but you know, we was ahead of the trend, because you know, we we been zooming it and mm-hmm. we been podcasting. So everybody just trying to get like us over here as what coming out of your body. We just want to let everybody know that. Right. But <laughs> it's going that way. But it just seems like every day now, every day I see somebody with a different uh, podcast. Uh-huh. Or this folks introducing their podcast. I said, man, this thing is saturated. I you know. in this thing. Well, what, but what do you think about that? Now, I'm going to get back to the question I just asked you about so many people getting a podcast, like the people who have already were popular or influential, you know, do you feel like with them oversaturating the market, yeah, they're taking away from the smaller podcasts who are yet, who are gaining their own, you know, momentum? Well, what what thing, I, I mean, I think the more the merrier, but mm-hmm. I think the more, the more um, popular of a person they do, do one brings the more attention to um, the smaller one. Mm. Now people are just going to get into them and they're going to find a good listen. If you're a good listen, they're uh-huh. going to listen. Yeah, I agree with that. I definitely agree with that. So what do you think about Tiny putting um, her daughter on and starting a new show? Well, I think for the, I think, you know, in, um, in the world in which we stay, everybody's voice needs to be heard. And I think so. By her putting her daughter on, it is a good thing that she's able to do that. Mm-hmm. And then it's a good thing that, um, it's a talk show for people of that generation so the world can know where they stand, how do they feel, and um, so on and so forth. Right. I definitely agree. I definitely Instead agree. of just guessing, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what we do. That's right. And that's we, right. We can't get wrong. Right. And then when you, when you find somebody that you got to identify with, like with them, I think Lil Romeo going to be on the show as well. So everybody in that generation, they can hear from people of that generation who are wise in their own right, you know? So they don't have to look at, say, Mr. P, what Mr. P saying, you know, they're looking at the people that, in their age group and then say, wow, Mr. P was saying some of the same things, you know what I'm saying? But you right. know, you can hear things different when it's from a like-minded source, you know what I'm saying? Or, or from your peer group. So I, I think that's dope. I hope they have success with that. And I'm really looking forward to catching an episode or two. And I also like the fact that, you know, um, you know, parents that get on our nerves when we, when we get older. But I like how she's still pushing her and setting her up, you know, even though she's saying that she's doing things on her own and she's not leaning on her apparent celebrity status. But in a sense, more dogs gonna open for you automatically when they know who your parents are. You know, but I, I, I like is, uh, I think, I, I don't think that you should not lean on your parents celebrity status or none of that. Mm-hmm. But I think that gets you, let that get you in in the door. 
Right. But be prepared, ready to, to do whatever it takes to stay there. Right, absolutely. And that's what I was going to say. I think, you know, you let them open the door for you, but you go in there and make the door stay open. And then you open up another door and another door and another door. You know what I'm saying? They might say, well, she came in here, this Miss Bobby daughter, but she making her own name. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I definitely think that's dope. Okay, so um, I saw another thing about making investments as a Christmas gift for your kids. So I think that's a dope idea. I need to do some more research on how to do that. But, you know, like every year for Christmas, if you get your child a stock this year, so in every year after this, you invest in that stock a certain amount of money. Just imagine how much that stock will be worth by the time they're 18. So I think that's that, definitely a dope idea. Yes. 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 I think that's a good idea. Yeah. And something that we should learn how to do and we need to learn how to do. Right. But we need to put that on top of our research list. Now, I want to invest into the... Uh, Today, we need to invest in our favorite stores in different places of that nature. Right. We definitely invest in ours, but more, m- most definitely invest in theirs as they're still coming up and they theirs have more time to grow. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, that's dope. So, if somebody out there listening that can tell us about stocks and investments, y'all let us know. Come on the uh, podcast and let us know and let our audience know so that we can... Um, be more financially stable and gener- generational wealth can I, accumulate. I think that's the next thing we do need to get somebody on here who will talk to uh, stocks and shares and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. We need to get somebody on here for that because that's me. Like, we need to learn about that and uh, I think some, that's something we need to put in the culture. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Cajon. So let's do this models of the heart and we're going to get out of here. And this is kind of a long one so y'all kind of um, bear with me, okay? Y'all open y'all ears and listen. Okay, so here you go. Hello, I need words of advice or words of wisdom. I recently found out my husband is talking to other girls. He says they're just friends, and the girl said they are just friends as well, but I don't know if I can believe them. A little backstory. Before we got married, I found out my husband was on Tinder and Snapchat. I looked at his Tinder, and he hasn't messaged anyone since before we started dating. I told him if he wanted our relationship to work, he'd have to delete Snapchat as well because I can't trust him. We worked things out and eventually we got married. We've been married for a little over a year now and I thought everything was good. A few days ago, a girl sent him a message on Facebook and it was a picture. I asked her what the picture was for and she said she was asking if he knew the other girl in the picture or not, but she never asked it. They weren't friends on Facebook and had never messaged each other before. So I asked her not to message my husband because I didn't know what her intentions were. The next day, I looked at his phone and went to the app store. He had searched Snapchat. I clicked on Snapchat and it said his snap was disabled. So I I enabled it and looked at his messages. The same girl from Facebook was on his Snapchat. I was told they didn't talk. Then there was another girl as well. I looked through some of the messages and it didn't seem bad, but I was seeing red. I flipped out. I confronted him and according to him, they were friends from high school and the conversations were only, hey, and how are you every once in a while, but that was it. I told him I wanted his Snapchat information so I could see all the messages. He gave me his info and told me who the other girl was on Facebook 
and the same girl has sent me a friend request like a year ago or so, meaning she knows he's married. So I messaged her and she swore they were just friends. And she she's in a relationship and they helped each other through rough times in high school. Then she said he was one of the most loyal guys she knew. He sent me his Snapchat information. I looked through the messages. She had blocked him. So the recent messages had disappeared. And then she re-added him to ask him if everything was okay because I didn't seem okay. I went through and seen their messages from before and and before we started dating. They would send dirty messages to each other and even some news. I confronted them both because I don't think you should be messaging someone who knows what your beat look like if you're married. <laughs> My husband told me the only reason he was hiding his Snapchat from me is because he knew I'd freak out. And if I knew he was talking to old friends who are girls and that I'd make a big, a big deal out of nothing. I'm the type of person, if you come to me and you're honest about something, I won't care too much. I don't care if a guy has female friends, but don't hide it from me. If he would have came to me and said, hey, I want to download Snapchat again to catch your old friends, would would you be okay with that? Or even this is my old friend, I want you to meet her, or she's asking how I've been, etc. What do you all think? What would you do in this situation? I'm conflicted. I haven't seen any proof that he's cheated on me, but hiding stuff can lead to cheating. If I, it would be easier if I seen a message, if it would be easier if I had not seen a message where they were sending dirty messages. Now I'm just conflicted. Do y'all think he's cheating? Whew, that was a lot, baby. I got an audience member who said that they need to break up. <laughs> my audience member said they need to break up and he cheat. Okay, well, my um, stuff ain't updated. Let me see. Well, yeah. I mean, he doing something now. He... That's what my audience member say. Okay, so what you think? I think it's a good it's a good chance that he is. Well, I, I don't know. If, yeah, I think it's a good chance that he is or that he's intending to do it. Because if they are... I, maybe, maybe intending. But you know, I, I I don't want see I see I don't want to walk the line to where people want to say that I'm taking up for the man or whatever what can do. But now him knowing his wife may freak out, causes an issue with it. But the main thing is, he just knowing that the girl they've been too close of a kind of friends to be friends. Why he married? I'm gonna say that. Right now, I feel like if um. Because they got history. And the history make them like. The history make you feel like they have crossed the line or they're planning to cross the line. And being adults, you didn't see any, you didn't talk dirty, you didn't send news, more likely something else has went on, right? So yeah. I, 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 he might not have cheated physically, but the fact that if they send a news, and talking dirty, that's like emotional cheating in a sense. So, so that's the reason why he knew she would freak out. Exactly. And but, so but now this is my question. I heard something in that in that long soliloquy that 
I want to know from a woman's standpoint that is it true. I, I, I don't even know what she's going to ask me, but come on with me. She claimed that if he would have just, she don't mind them having women friends and all that, just tell her and all this and she'll be all right. Where do you go and where do you stand on that? Not that you have to know every woman uh, friend that your husband got, but you all should be uh, friendly with each other. And I think it goes both ways. You know what I'm saying? If you have female friends that you really dealing with, your wife should know who they are. They, you know what I'm saying? They should have been in conversation so that your wife can gauge for herself and for her comfort the intention that the that the other woman had. Because the man, sometimes now the man don't have intentions on doing wrong, but the woman could. And you know, me and we can ice water. So, you know, if they put, you pour hot water on ice, it's going to melt. So. So why do, you, why do you think the man is so weak? What you mean by saying the man is weak? Where do, what, 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 what is that? Because men don't think with the head that's on their shoulders, that's outside of their clothes. And so, if an opportunity presents itself, though it may not mean anything, if an opportunity presents itself, more than likely the man is gonna pounce. So, mm-hmm. that's what I'm saying, he's weak as ice water. So, with them having history, and if that message just gets steamy enough, and he gets the opportunity to act on it, then he very well could have crossed the line with this lady. So, mm-hmm. that's what I'm gonna say. I think that he may not be cheating like physically currently, but um, he got Mr. Wall, so he coming here with the junk at the last minute. But uh, something is going on, and uh, Mr. Wall want to say that's so not true. Well, can you elaborate, Mr. Wall? Um, <laughs> he all he coming in here. He he trying to have my co-host back, but I'm sure my co-host appreciates it. But um, uh, no, I don't, I don't know what he trying to do. So I'm trying to put him on my back or nothing like that. No, no, do he, not go there. I'm saying he come in and try to stand for the men. That's what I'm saying. Ain't you on the man side? Know what I'm saying. Oh yeah, I, I, I'm on the right side. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so do you? They only been married a year, right? So that's not a long time that he was dealing with this lady before the the marriage. So that's all the more reason let me know that it's some unsolved um situation, unresolved feelings going on in there. What you think? All right, so but tell me this. Would you want your man to be a friend with somebody who know what's under his brain? No. <laughs> no, I would not. Why, why does he want to be friends with somebody that knows what's under his pants and he knows what's under their pants? That's an intriguing thought. Like, you already know when you been involved, involved with somebody to any capacity, any kind of entanglement, the mind gonna always wonder. So if you leaving the door open for just a hey, how you doing? You know, hey, big head lead to what you doing? How you doing? When we gonna? How we gonna? Blah blah blah. So okay, so so so, so by you saying that, you think that a man and his ex, no, uh, <laughs> wife or baby mama. They, they, they can't be friends? If they ain't got no kids together, they ain't got no... What, what they being friends for? I'm saying, what if they do? If they got, what if they do now? If if 
if if they do not have kids, they do not need a relationship, friendship, situationship, nothing. If they do have kids, of course, you have to deal with each other on the level of dealing with the children. That's what should, should be as far as it goes. But we all know that some males feel like once that's been their woman, that's forever they woman. So he says, I have some essay <laughs> to write on this, so I'm going to wait. Okay, well, you wait then, because I know your essay was going to be we just want, uh, interesting. We just want to know which point is he talking about? Just tell us which exact point are you talking about. Yeah, which about? point are you talking and about? Then, that's so not true. I, I probably already know what he's going to say. He probably going to say it's not true that uh, men can't be uh, friends with females. What they call it? Um, what they not say? Platonic. Men can't be platonic friends with, with females, which I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. But if y'all done had any dealings, any dealings, if you seen it, touched it, feel it, no, it can't, it can't happen. So, so uh, what you think? You feeling me? You out? Yeah, you I'm, out. You out because something in your mind gonna make you want to come back to it. Especially if it was yeah, a good I, experience. I, I wouldn't want nobody that my 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 wife to be with to be her friend. I just would. Exactly, exactly. You know you would. So, but do you think that females can have a platonic relationship with a male? Because you want to ask me. Oh, he said, men think with their heads is what I was talking about. Okay, well, uh, well, I want the essay on this, Mr. Wall. I want the essay. Because <laughs> research shows, <laughs> research shows that men do not think with the head that we see. Okay, so I'm going to let Mr. Wall type his essay or oh, a brief synopsis of um, his thoughts, if he could um, put it in layman's terms. So, you saying that the analytics said most men think with their other head? Is yes. that what you saying? Yes. What do you think? You a male, and you know that a male can do something inappropriate, but have no connections to it. And, and the way he can do that with no connections to it is because he's not thinking with the brain. His brain up here. He's not thinking with it. He not well, thinking about Mr. Wall, Mr. Wall's research also shows women push men to cheat. This, what? Now, you got to elaborate on that now. Now, what you think about that, co-host? What? What's that is? What do you think about that? Men, when, <laughs> men, <laughs> women push men to cheat. Women analytics say that not science. No, sir, that's science all day. So, what do you think about that, co-host? That men and women push men to cheat? I would say in certain situations, a woman can push a man to cheat. Okay, elaborate. Because I got to get my feedback. I got to know. Right? I need to... to Let's say if a woman cheat, a man can possibly want to cheat. Right, Miss Bobby, no. Cause he, he, let me tell y'all who ever listening, <laughs> my co-host, he can't even come up with no good rebuttal. And y'all know he's the king of rebuttals. He cannot come up with a good rebuttal. One, because he knows his wife will knock his head off when he get off of here. And two, because that is not sound. If a person 
wait, no, wait now, wait. Let me get my other percentage. You know I get my percentage. I give you about 95 percent. First, you want to do what they're gonna do regardless. Now, five percent of it situations could occur to make one partner want to do something. I said that. Yeah. But I can't, he can't just get on here and say, women push men to cheat and women analytics, <laughs> women analytics say that, not sign. Okay. We ought to get Mr. Wilder to guess you know, I do think from 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 a just a natural stance that anybody can push another person to G. But from what in what type of scenario? Like, give us an example. Because well, what, you, a, what what a man would probably say is that a woman wasn't doing what she's supposed to do. Let let's just take it off, you know, so it ain't nobody feeling like you talking about another person. Like on um, um, Love and Marriage Huntsville, right? Have you watched that? I ain't watched it, but I see a couple highlights. Okay. So basically, the husband been cheating on his wife for five years, right? Right. Okay. He's saying that he started cheating on her because she wasn't performing her duties as a wife as far as sexual is uh, concerned, right? Okay. Right. Well, we know sex is a is a major component in a marriage and in a relationship that's serious. You know, grown up and all that. So, but to me, that's just, that's not, that is, does not open the door to say, your wife is not having sex, you go have sex with a woman in the street. Like to me, if that's not going on for you, go and, why are you staying with her? If it's, if it's that important to you. Well, so, I, I, I think that too, that, that right there is the reason why relationships do fail because they're not having the right conversation. Right, you can just say, that, baby, you slipping, you know what I'm saying, or whatever, and you know, let them crack but, it up. But too, now, if this man is having that conversation, and then um, a lot of times he might go and cheat because he still loves the woman so much, but he want to be with her, but she's not doing it for him sexually. Yeah, I, I mean, that's kind of what he was saying, but I just can't, I understand but this, that. No. Did she know did he she cheated? know that he did she did he say he brought it out to her and let her know that this was what he wasn't getting? Right. From his from what he said, yes. He he told her that baby, I need you to start basically giving me some BJs. So, so from read between the lines, he basically was saying she wasn't doing the BJs. So that way he he felt like he had to go get somebody else to do the BJs, right? So, but I just don't say that that's just enough leeway to say, go out there and cheat. And then you keep the relationship on for five years. He cheated with the woman for five years. Now the woman's pregnant. Now that, that, there's a bit of screen. But so do you think anything should be <clears throat> something like a BJ or whatever? <clears throat> if your man requires, should you do it? <clears throat> <laughs> Yes, you should do it if your man required it. <clears throat> but I think that should already be something that was discussed before them get married. In the beginning, you right. I, I don't think that should be discussed during marriage. <clears throat> that should right. already be out there, right? Right. You should already know that what level of sexual what escapade, freak level? Yeah, what freak level your your spouse is on, and if you're not there, what level you got to get to. So, I mean, I don't know. My boy said that's a bad, he a bad example. 
Yeah, because he, he is an idiot. He right. He is a, but I'm just saying, just to put it out there for people who might know, just to get it off. We don't want nobody to think it's nobody, it's us or, you know, nothing like that. So I just want to pull somebody out the air. Okay, let me get this scenario. Men desire respect. If a woman downs a man with the lack of the things he needs, regardless if she thinks she is doing enough, but does not learn what the man needs, he will then search for what he needs. Now, Mr. Wild, I got I, I, I ain't got no rebuttal to that. You are absolutely right. In that type of scenario, that's a great one. Any spouse may make the person cheat if they are inclined to cheat, though. I want to say that. If you are inclined to cheat, yeah. And things are not lining up how you think they can line up. And, and, and case in point, he's saying for a man, like we talked about last week, and these fragile egos, you know, you're not giving huh. them, <laughs> you're not giving them what they need. You know what I'm saying? You're not respecting them. You're not pushing and motivating them. You know what I'm saying? Being helping them level up where they need to level up. If they are inclined to cheat, and it's possible that that will make them end up cheating. So, Mr. Wild, I agree with you on that. You know what I'm saying? That scenario, which we see that a lot. You know, a woman feel like she holding everything down, but but some things are going lacking. And I think, oh, he can't believe I agree with him. I guess is what he's saying. Oh, he probably said with the ego. Uh, but <laughs> the ego point. <laughs> we just gonna give him an honorary uh, co-host title because you know he brings the sauce. Um, but I don't know. I even lost my train of thought. But I think I agree with that scenario. What you think, Oho? Well, you have to be careful when you're dealing with a man. I Like I say all the time, you got to let a man know he's a man and make let him feel like it at all times. So in that scenario, when a woman start putting down in this independent talk too much, and I don't need a man for this and do that, yes, of course, it's, it's going to make him feel a certain way, and he may want to turn the other cheek. Yeah, that's true. But I think if he's inclined, if he's inclined, if inclined, right? If you are inclined to cheat, you're gonna find a, a reason. But um, I think you know, in that same scenario, women have to be able to check themselves. Now you know what you should know when you're not lining up with your spouse and when things are off, and if it's something that you need to do that you're not doing, you should know. But if if you don't know, or if the man sees that she is not doing what she needs to do, he needs to have that conversation with her here again. Because sometimes people generally, uh, literally don't know that they're not, they're coming up short in certain areas. Do you think? You think that they said they don't know that they're coming up short? In certain areas. Do you think? Or do you think a person always knows? Uh, I mean, sometimes you could not know. You can get so caught up into other stuff that you think that you're doing what you're doing, but you're not. Hmm. Yeah, but so, but you, you know, you be. But for the most part, you think that people know when they when they ain't doing the right thing. Oh yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, but sometimes, yeah, I agree with you. Somebody said it is. He, oh, I swear, he your friend. It is hard for women to check themselves. That is a struggle for all women to accept accountability. And Mr. Wild, we were just on good terms in the last scenario. <laughs> I can take that comment, but I want to take the all out. Now, not all women, because the type of woman that I am, I want my husband to check me. I want him to say, baby, now I want him to do it in the right way. But I want him to say, baby, now, you, 
which my husband do that. He 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 take pleasure in doing that. Baby, now you know this laundry shouldn't be piling up this high. You know what I'm saying? Or whatever the case may be, I feel like accountability goes both ways and it strengthens the relationship. Like we talked about earlier with the family stuff, you should look for ways to improve your marriage. So if it's something that a person's not doing, you need to be able to call them back so they can be accountable. So I don't think all women, you know what I'm saying? You should, It should not be nothing that your spouse can call you out on and to make you more accountable because they know you know that's coming from a good place. They're gonna probably say it in the wrong way in that moment. You ain't gonna want to receive it. But I think all women should practice accountability. So I don't think I can't agree with you on that, Mr. Wild. The struggle that is a struggle for all women to accept accountability. I'm gonna have to call your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so y'all see my co-host is silent which is very uncommon so you know what that means right he is agreeing with that well, I mean I what that means what you agreeing with that do you agree with that statement I don't know about all women okay but I do know women a lot of times struggle to accept accountability or at least acknowledge mm-hmm. that they was culpable of the act okay Okay. And that's what I would say about that. Yeah, 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 y'all, y'all, y'all are um not being apologizers. Hmm. Okay. You was right, baby. I was wrong. Mm-hmm. That's not y'all. That's more of us. You think? Okay. Okay. <laughs> because you, y'all, yeah, that's you because you want to sweep it under the rug. Uh huh. <laughs> That's <laughs> not a one conversation. Mm-hmm. Well, I think... My I, boss said she is available now. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's it. I should have said I apologize. No, I mean, I agree. I think that having talks like this, you know what I'm saying, um, instead of accountability. See, he meant to say apology. You see what I'm saying? Women. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. It's a struggle for all women to apologize. Okay. Well, I still don't like the all word, but you know, I agree. We we put it, we talking about the females and we're talking about the males. So, you know, I'm gonna take the heat for the women tonight since they saying that because I do know there are women who cannot, will not, and do not. What? <laughs> so you don't so what you saying, you're not in the in in that um percentage? No, I'm not. I'm telling you, I am not. Now I'm one of a kind, y'all may be saying. <laughs> but I mean, like I said, I I I welcome my husband to call me out and say, you didn't do this and that. I'm gonna give you uh help transfer mom, like you, you said. Uh he saying the profane language around the baby, right? And I've been getting on to him. So this morning I was saying something, and he said, Now, you just called me out and said, Why are you? saying that around the baby. You know what I'm saying? In that moment, I wanted to say, don't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying what I'm saying. But you know, in that moment, I said, you right, baby. I can't call you out on if I'm going to do it. You know what I'm saying? So I welcome your accountability because that's the point of us being a, in, a, in, a, in a marriage. We're a team. So when your team members slacking, right. they gonna, sometimes they're going to have this conversation with you that you're not going to like. You know what I'm saying? But you got to be willing to accept it and say, okay, I apologize, wrong, or whatever the term, the terminology needs to be. 
So I mean, I agree there are women who can't nobody tell them nothing because they the woman and they know what they know and they do what they do. But that's not always correct. And in instances like that, when, when your husband feel like he can't come talk to you, he might want to go cheat, you know, if he's inclined to cheat. Or he might want to um, not bring up other stuff to you because he know how you're going to react to it. So that's just my statement on that. Now, let me see Mr. Wall. He definitely coming, down. I got you an honorary co-host now. You just taking off. He said, did you apologize for calling him out and doing the same thing? Okay, Mr. Wild. No, I did not apologize. No, what? This is what I said. This is what I said. I said, you right, baby. I can't, I can't get on to you when I'm doing the same thing. So do that. Is that an apology? You hitting at it. <laughs> did you say I apologize for getting on and, and not no, um, accurately, accurately portraying the um energy I want you to give out. No, I didn't. All right, y'all, y'all got me. Y'all won. <laughs> y'all won. You right. Now you right, co-host. Now I like how you put that. Now that's something I need to put in the practice and just say, you know, I apologize for getting on you and whatever. What you say, co-host? I apologize for getting on you, but then I turn around and did not portray the energy that I want you to go by or to uh, show. Okay. Well, y'all write that down in y'all in y'all notes because they saying this was. But now you know it's. But sometimes you know when you do do that and you slip, but you do this and say, "Look, now I'm sorry for getting on you," or "Now look at me, I'm wrong and I'm trying to get on to you." Sometimes you got and uh, if he say or if he do say. Like you right. I'm sorry. Right, right. Right. And I agree. You gotta say, whoa, I'm sorry, because you know, we can always see what the other person do. But we don't always True. look at ourselves. So that's why I welcome, you know what I'm saying, being called out. Because I sometimes I feel like I'm doing the right thing. Or you're doing it so much you're not paying attention how you count it until somebody bring it up. So I, I mean, I think this really it's really something to pay attention to, but you're right. And it's a it's a terminology to use and just say, ooh, you right. I called you out for the same thing, so I say I apologize because you know I'm not doing it, but I'm expecting you to do it. So that's big. Right. So, I, so Mr. Wall, you, you brought a good point. Mr. Pete, you know, y'all on it. So women, you know, we gotta practice showing up better and accepting these apologies, you know, giving apologies. And not just expecting just um, the man to always be the one to apologize. So yeah, that, that that goes along with um, giving the um, energy that you want back, you know, as well. Right. It, it, it never stops. In relationship and life, in everything, it never stops. You got to keep trying to get better and better, you know, every day. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Well, all right, you guys. We went on and on and on and on, but this uh, conversation got good at the end. Let me see. He says, I'll mail you some apology pills <laughs> to swallow so it's, it's so easy. So it's easy to say. Okay, well, mail them on. I'll send you my uh, mailing address. It's okay. I, I can hold up for the women. You know, I'm going to be influential. And make sure that I'm putting out good energy so these women can put out some good energy for their husbands. So I'll take it. I'll Ooh. take it for tonight. So, um, Mr. Wall, y'all can stop bullying the women tonight because we're going to get back on y'all last week. But I guess since we were on y'all last week, y'all got to put on the women. 
So, all right. We hope you all have enjoyed tonight's show. Please make sure that you tag somebody in the comments so they can go back and watch it or you share it on your page. Tell somebody about our podcast out here that we on here just talking junk. We're trying to uh, uplift and motivate people of our culture. And Mr. Wild, while you on here, if you know somebody who know about some investments or something, you let us know because we're trying to get them on the show. All right, co-host. Um, do you have anything? Um, be looking out for my kickback Monday. Um, I'm having a kickback Monday. Also, sports talk is gonna be big. It's gonna be dope. Y'all be uh, looking out for. It. I'm ready. Um, I'm ready for the show. We're gonna be talking about everything sports, especially the NBA draft. What how the football season going so far? We're gonna be talking about the Saints. You know, I hope nobody don't think we did because Drew Brees hurt. But so we're gonna be talking about all that good stuff. Okay. 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 And I also have um the um gold digging series starting um I think it's starting on the twenty ninth. So I'll be posting that. I have a lot of uh, women that's out here doing big things coming out here to show you how to be gold diggers. So and it's G O A L. So you all stay tuned for that. And um, let me see what the comments saying. Next generational well. I know how to create black well, black generation well. Okay, we're gonna get you on to talk about that. Let us know. And he said the Saints is trash water. So don't even tune don't in even, Monday. Tune in Monday. Tune in Monday. Yeah, you get a, you get him on that on Monday. <laughs> well, all right, you guys. Again, this has been your episode What's Coming Out of Your Mouth. My co-host gonna take us out. And don't forget, because I'm gonna say everything now, and then we're gonna wrap it up. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram. Subscribe to us on YouTube and listen to us on all streaming platforms. So if you don't want to watch us on here, keep cacking. You can uh, listen to it on all streaming platforms. All right, co-host, check us out. Tell a friend to tell a friend now about us. All right, let's pray. Oh, great you have returned to Father. Here we are once again, Father God, before we ask you for anything, Lord, we'd like to say thank you. Father God, we thank you for being you, God, and you all by yourself, Father God. We thank you for another amazing podcast on tonight, Father God. We thank you um, for everything that was said, everything that was done, Father God, every every lip, every notion, everything that was did, Father God. We hope that it was did for the, your liking, your fulfillment, Father God. We hope that somebody got some out of it, Father God. We hope that a couple was on here watching tonight, Father God, and they can take some of those these nuggets we was putting out in the Abel Trip and make their relationship better, Father God. Well, God, we just thank you for uh, <coughs> for sustained success during this COVID nineteen, Father God, and actually for continued success during the um, COVID nineteen, whether it's the shutdown or whatever it may be, Father God. Just bless the world, Father God, that we were able to be able to sustain a household and everything that we got going on, Father God. I pray for the families who are, who are going without doing this time, Father God, and they will be able to get back on their feet and everybody who lost things, Father God. We're just praying for everybody that's going through during this COVID. Praying for everybody who's sick, Father God, the ones who are coming out of the sick, everybody who's getting ready to get sick. Father God, we just praying for the world, Father God. Father God, I just want to thank you for another amazing show tonight. Thank you for my amazing co-host. She continues to be a great co-host, Father God. Bring got great information, give out great information to me, to the people, and everybody who will listen, Father God. Father God, I just thank you for all the conversations who tune in on tonight, Father God, the ones who who said some of the ones who did, Father God. We just pray that they were fulfilled on tonight, Father God. Father God, we just pray that people could 
uh, wish to become more influential and instead of popular, Father God, because you know all of what you what you do will last, Father God. I don't know what price will last. So we just pray that somebody put that type of um, energy out into, into the world, Father God. Each one, each take each one, teach one, Father God. If we could just start with one and nine, one tomorrow, and one the next day, the world could be a better place because they're getting more knowledge, Father God. And we're not trying to hold it, Father God. And we don't mind letting somebody else come up, Father God. So I just pray that people believe in being influential. It's not just popular, Father God, because you just popular for right now. What did you leave? How did you change the world? Did you make it, the world a better place? What did you do? What did you leave? What would they want? What's your legacy be, Father God? I pray that we, we we think about our legacy, Father God, and, what, and the different things that we're leaving on this earth, Father God. I just pray for everybody who I touch on a day to day in and day out basis that I'm leaving some positive in their ear, Father God. Yeah. Father God, I just thank you for this podcast. Uh, hopefully, we're putting our positive yeah. information on here. Yeah. Yeah, Father God. Yeah, just pray for our yeah. devil, Father God, that's what's coming out of your mouth and everything else, Father God. Father God, we just thank you for another show tonight. We're giving you all the praise and all the honor because, Father God, we know without you, nothing is possible. This praise in your son, Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Awesome prayer as always. All right, you guys. This has been your episode of What's Coming Out of Your Mouth. Good night. Deuces. <laughs>